Welcome back, guys. We're still in the way of women. <laughs> we might be here for some time. It's <laughs> a good place to be. Yeah. Um, got a few more conversation points for the rest of this chapter. And uh, having been out partying the last couple of nights, a lot of your book has come more alive in, in at least my recent memory, probably these guys as well. Yeah. I had a I had an incredible experience on Saturday night stood on the corner of the bar and uh, there's women on this side of me and women on this side of me and I was just noticing how differently they would respond and mm. showing up I feel in a similar way and you said before in your book uh, bitchiness has to be avoided like there's no time for it mm-hmm. and yet being in that bar scenario I discovered a couple of things which was the girl over here to the right of me was really really nice yes. polite gracious with everybody a nice girl and the girl behind me was like completely playing the bitch, playing it cool. Her friend? No. Okay. Completely different woman. Just a different one. Uh, the guy with me was saying she was very sassy to say the least. So okay. a lot of attitude, but there was a connection going on and, and it felt fun to play with. And, you know, a lot of our friends are saying, actually, I prefer like the, the bitchy women when I go out to bars. And I was just thinking that even though this woman over here was like, given a lot of attitude out and being very testing and very mean and so on. So it wasn't fun. It was, it was a lot of fun. No, but the girl, was she doing it in a fun way or just like poking at you in a fun way? Or was she actually really mean? It felt, you know what, to all outside eyes, it looked mean, but there was something in me that knew actually deep down that there was a connection there. That's what I'm asking. Yeah. There's a big difference. And, and I, the guy I was with, Isaac, was like, I, I don't get it. She's just being mean to you the whole time. And and I was laughing. I, I found it funny, so I stayed in it and continued. And actually, after about an hour and a half of her being very, very bitchy and tough, I started to see the little changes on her face where she softened. And all of a sudden, it was like, okay, it's time to admit that she yeah. liked me all along. So I kind of want to know, what is that in your experience mm-hmm. where a woman acts like, really hard and really closed and bitchy in a sense but actually she likes you all along yeah and i know that you've experienced this before and, and i'm wondering why why was that fun for me why was it so much more yeah. fun with this because girl you than knew, the nice one because you knew it wasn't it wasn't really a meanness in her and it wasn't really a dismissal of you it was a it, it, and i i recognize the difference and i've had that a lot where girls like being artificially and it's and it's just a and it's fun for me too I like that I like sitting in that energy let's go I'm here too like I, I'll have a dance with you let's go I like that so for me it's fun too how do you know the difference because I I knew but I can't explain how I knew I can't explain it either I don't know you just get the sense that um, and and I do know I can tell if a girl is like really close and just is not interested and you, and everything that you do or say is an invasion of her. That's like the classic yeah. brush off. But yeah. And, and I, and I've just been in enough situations that I know that a girl is just turning that on. Not, not on purpose because she's not doing it. Say I'm going to test this guy. Let me see what he's made of. And she's not consciously thinking that, but it kicks in automatically. It's, it's an automatic reflex on her part to uh, 
really, maybe it's a, a natural thing to weed out the, the wheat from the strong. I don't know. But I can tell the difference too. And what the difference is, I have no idea. But I know it's for sure. I can feel that. Yeah, she's not really. And I see it. Now you're still talking to me. That kind of feeling. You put it down to sixth sense. Yes. <clears throat> yeah. It, years of experience and intuition that slowly arises in your system. You know? And I, and I can, and it can be really strong. She can be strong in saying, you know what? I don't like this. Yes, but I can tell she does. Yes, you do. No, I don't like blah, blah. Yes, you do. And, and, and I have a complete confidence in it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and, and she can go even more strong and like, and, but I can get, I get the sense of for sure. I know the difference and I don't know what, how, how you could tell somebody the difference or how, you, how a guy would know that this girl was not being nice or this girl what, you know, was pretending not to be nice. You know, with me that night, there was, there are a couple of moments near to the beginning where I was thinking, oh, actually, like maybe she really doesn't like me. And there was just the way that, that when I was looking over and playing with her, it was, it could have hit that line of being obnoxious. Like actually I'm continuing to play this little back and forth flirting yeah. game. But if she, if she would really didn't like me, it would have been a bit obnoxious. But the whole time I was doing it, I was feeling like I was genuinely feeling fun. There was yeah. no like unconscious need from my side to stab her. You know, a lot of guys yeah. are like, I'm not getting my way with this woman. I'll just give her a part and shot and then run away. Yeah. It, it was all lighthearted and fun and inclusive. And if she didn't want to play, that was fine. But I was still pushing the boundary and, a little bit. And I wasn't there. But I, my suspicion and, and about what you were is you didn't change your energy at all. Right? No. You didn't get in a defiant, confrontational uh, mood. You were just having fun. And she's trying to be like, and you're still having fun. But including you in it occasionally, right? So you're just still you're still expanding your space to still talk to the other girl, or just here, the girl behind you. I don't even know, but I get the sense of it because I've been there lots of times before. The girl behind you, you were including her in the fun, in little bits, but you didn't shift your energy or say or get defensive or say, "Hey, come on, why can't you be nice for once?" Yeah, right? yeah. No, which no, would no, no. which is exactly where where a lot of men would go. She's used to that, and she's like, mm-hmm, "I see it now too." You know, the whole time I had a, I had another guy um, who's wanted to have a lot of fun and he was, uh, on one level, he was the complete most terrible obstacle you can imagine in a club, <laughs> which was, oh, that, what are you going to say next, huh? Like, what are you going to do like, uh-huh. to get the girl next? And he was saying it really loud and she could hear and she pretended to ignore <laughs> the whole thing. He was like, yeah, it looks like you've got a long way to pull this one back if you're going to pull it off. <laughs> He saying that. Yeah, he was saying that. And it's like usually the most embarrassing thing. But he actually helped me because I got, I got to be the shy guy on the side and be like, oh, I've got no idea what I'm going to say next. Yeah, I'm really terrible at girls in this situation. That's perfect. I don't know what to do. Back to her, laugh, 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 looking over my shoulders. And she would, hearing the guy being oh, all Lord. obnoxious and loud, she would look over twice as much and I'd catch her and yeah. And then go over here and talk to the girl. Yeah. And it was so much fun and, and it reminded me so much of what I've seen you do over the yeah. years as well. Yeah, and I like that. I kind of like that. I don't mind that little dance because it isn't, um, <clears throat> it, it, it's, uh, there's still a receptivity in her, right? She's just going to like put up some strong walls here. And it's fun for her too. It's fun for her too. Yeah. It's like, yeah, there's, there's some, that's a lot of fun for me. I like that. 
you know, there were moments where I actually would turn around and talk to each other and she would give off like some half <laughs> bolshy but like flirtatious lines and talking with her felt like flirting from a one-star horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> I think that says it all right. <laughs> Just like, I'm mean, but I'm flirting with you type yeah. stuff. Yeah. Can you take it? Yeah. Exactly. And and the girl on the other side was nice. And uh, her friend was accusing her of being too nice, that there was this other guy who was hitting on her girlfriend and she didn't like him and she wanted him to go away, but she wouldn't yeah. say that. And I also thought of Christopher, our friend, who said, when I go out to clubs... I much prefer the bitchy girls than the than the nice girls. And and there's a way that I felt with this girl that's really bitchy. It's like she's expressing a lot of different parts of her personality. So I imagine that if we did actually finally connect, it would be fireworks. Yeah. Like if we had an affair, it would be a complete roller coaster of all these different emotions. Yeah. As opposed to the other girl, which would be she would be nice to me a lot, but actually if if we got together there'd be all of her thoughts and feelings under the surface. She'd probably, it would be really hard to actually get into her truth and her authenticity. Yeah. And I, and I thought of Christopher and he, he says that a lot and I'm thinking, yeah, that really makes sense. Actually, I prefer a little bit of fake bitchiness now, now that I'm learning how to stay <laughs> with it and, and handle it. Not run and cower. Yeah. It actually makes for something more exciting. It seems. Every passionate relationship began passionately. Mm. There you go. So do you think when a girl's being nice, it's almost equivalent of how you know, girls about nice guys are very sweet, they're nice, there's no boring, there's no energy. Is it that kind of maybe equivalent? That was my, that was my perception of the, the nice girl yeah. the other night. I thought, wow, she's really pretty. She's really nice. She's very educated and eloquent with all of the men around her talking to her. But I imagine if I went, went on a few dates with her, it would be really difficult for me to like really feel the meat. Yeah of this person yeah, and and it felt like a nice guy which is oh it could be really pleasant company but I want satisfaction a bit of an edge in her too right yeah 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 lacking edge and did you feel like the artificial bitchy girl was almost a bit like the the bad boy jerk that kind of similar energy more feisty (laughs) I'm just wondering if there's an equivalent when you were saying this I was going yeah well she really tried it but I, I can tell deep down she's a really, really sweet girl. Yeah. You know, and yeah. especially with all these yeah, conversations about beauty in my mind, yeah. it's like I'm mm. not going to allow that to deter me. So I know it's that it's just a matter of time until I can. Yeah, she's sweet and there's a beauty open. there, but she's feisty. You need a little bit of that. Yeah, it's a little bit of feisty energy because that's what gets you ex- excited, right? Yeah. You don't mm. want a complete doormat that's following you around. No. Right? Mm-hmm. So, so you, you're looking for that spice too. Which makes it more fun for you. There's not, that's that's a perfect. It's perfectly aligned with everything we've been saying this whole time. Mm. And the way you are when you go around a bar or a club like this is actually you're you're not reading the poetry. You know, you read out this beautiful <laughs> statement, and you're like, no, I'm not talking like that. No. You're you're giving some real stick. It seems yeah, like yeah. to the oh, women yeah. you see, and you're getting it in return. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm challenging all kinds of ways, and I'm like, oh, yeah, you think so? I don't think so. I'm like that. That's my conversation with him all the time. <clears throat> Sounds very. Yeah, I don't. I don't talk deep at all. Like, and I believe in having deep conversations and, and talking about philosophy and the meaning of life, like we're doing around the table here. Mm. And I have these conversations with women, but 
about a girl I just met at a at a club <laughs> at, a, at a you know sit down on the couch over there and like let me tell you about yeah or, or, you know about my dreams and, mm-hmm. and who I want to there's there's room for that in the future but not right there that should be fun everything should be fun 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 for me it's like that's the greatest thing it's it's we're here to play and to enjoy and this may be a great girl that I want to see in my future and and maybe I stay with her the rest of my life but it starts out with this this kind of feisty fun energy otherwise it's like I don't know what it is it's like best friends starting out together becoming buddies becoming buddy with a girl Right? Mm. I'm not buddies with her. I'm buddies with my girlfriend. But even then, it's still feisty. And like, after even these many years, there's still that spice and like, ah, like a little bit of challenge and fun in it. It's fantastic. I imagine in your early years, when you were really trying to figure things out, you were hoping for a nice girl who would answer all your questions like yeah. that one. And you wouldn't know how to deal with the feistiness. Exactly. You run away from feistiness because it's like, you don't know how to, you can't read it. You think it's like something that you're not connecting with her on an emotional level. So you run away from it. How did you shift and start sticking with this and enjoying <laughs> it? Uh, just <coughs> by my long process of becoming more and more slowly aware, getting more and more in my body, less in my head, and just and just going with it, blurting, flowing in the moment and just kind of like starting to have a lot more fun and, and, and not being so beholden to her response. Cause I'm having fun. I'm amusing myself when I'm talking to this girl. Mm-hmm. I'm amusing myself. You see. It reminds me of when you said earlier in the book about what you do is most people face a challenge. They kind of face it head on. Yeah. Would you agree and make it worse? So yes. She said like, Oh, I bet you have women all over the world. You're like, there's some place in the world I haven't been to. Yeah. It's that kind of fun. I always do. I owe no explanation Mm. or defense to a woman I just met. She's just that girl. And, and, and guys think, well, no, I have to, I have to like, they'll, they'll try and what I'm trying to say is they'll try and make a joke because they're trying to have be fun and trying to make it fun for her and for him. They're sincere. So they make some kind of a joke, maybe in a little tiny sexual innuendo. And, and she goes, well, why would you say that? You can't say that to me. And the guy goes, no, 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 no. I was just, I, I was just trying to, just trying to say a joke. I didn't mean it, mm-hmm. right? I never, ever, ever say that. I never defend myself or explain. I'm not going to explain what I just said to you. I said that, and I'm going to say this too about the other side of you. You see, I never apologized to a girl I just met. I did no offense, even though she would, she, she pretends or acts like, hey, you offended me with what you just said. No, I didn't. You pretended I offended you, and I did not offend you, and you know I didn't. How do you become aware of, the, of when it's pretend and when it's real? That's what he asked me like five yeah, minutes ago. It's the same question. Yeah. How do you know when it's really a, a true offense and when it's really just a challenging spiciness, right? Well, here's the thing for signals, right? We talked a bit about subcommunication the other day. I'm sat. Now I'm like full-on interacting with this girl, but she's here like that, and my... I'm here like that, shoulder to shoulder. And we're talking with our friend who's a tall guy. He's got a very quirky sense of humor and like talking about some really weird things. And I'm sat there <laughs> alongside her and just connecting with the guy. She's like, you guys are boring. I'm going to the toilet, puts her drink down and walks away. And uh, I continue laughing with the guy. And after about 
I don't know, 30 seconds, a minute. I'm like, I'm just going to go to the toilet as well. And I slip out and she's waiting for me behind the curtain in the entrance to the club, like just stood there waiting for me to follow her. Wow. And it's amazing. <laughs> like no wonder guys are saying like women are complicated. I can't figure mm. this stuff out. And, yeah. and I don't know why I went. There's a sense of trust. Like I'm thinking. Boy, there's a mistranslation across the sexes because women think it's so obvious what I'm trying to indicate to him. It's so obvious. But think of it this way too. Us men think it's really obvious that, you know, I shouldn't have to say certain things because she should, she should know that I like her just by my <laughs> actions. And I'm, and I'm hanging around her a lot. She should know. That's the nice guy misconception. Uh, that's why I'm always an advocate of speaking it out loud because there is, there is in, um, implications, inferences uh, across the across the board where the women are thinking, how come he doesn't recognize that I was meaning this? And guys are thinking, how come she cannot see certain things? And I'm advocate of saying, you know what? I just announced everything I see in her and everything I see in me. You do both. Both. Wow. Yeah, I announce it. Because then it cuts through all of the... Did she mean that? And I don't mean like, okay, you said this, but do you mean this? I say more like, you know what? You said this, but I think you mean this. What you're really saying is this. No, no. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I call these things out. See? So she says, no, no, no. Like, I don't agree with you. And you fully believe what you said to yeah. her. And then it's what? Just a matter of time until you see like a softening in her position. Yeah, because I cut through it. Like that softening happens fast for me because I, I don't. Like, I don't sit it, I don't, I, I call it what, I, what is really going on. And I'll say it like that. I'll say, yeah, you're saying this, but you know what you're really saying? No, you don't know me. But I'll tell you what I, my intuition is that you're really saying. And I say it. And like, no, no, no. But it's already, it's already broken by that point. But you've got the intuition in the first place. Yeah. Because that's very ballsy. Yeah. Direct to say a thing like that. So. Yes, very, yeah. And I say it right away. If a girl say, well, I don't like you. Yes, you do. And I don't change my energy. No, I don't like you. And they're like, no, I don't like you at all. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. I can tell you do. I'm just saying it. I'm just like, you don't have to. And it, it's like a level in which the, the but man women, watching this, yeah. who, who really wants to get it and try out Zan way yeah, approach. Yeah, run into a brick wall. And they say, I don't like you. Yes, you do. No, I really don't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> get out of it. And see if I felt that. That she really doesn't like me. And I got that sense. I'd be like, well, okay. My yeah. energy's blocked there. I gotta go elsewhere and go over that direction. So I wouldn't, nowadays I wouldn't make that mistake. I wouldn't misread it. Mm. Oh, that sounds so arrogant to say that. Huh? Mm. But I just have had a lot of experience that I'd be shocked if I misread it. I'd be like, what? Whoa. Thing is, That's with, thing is with you, it's like, it's not words meeting words anymore. It's energy meeting energy. Yeah. And if this one's open and receptive, you can feel that yeah. no matter what the words are saying on the top. Yeah, it doesn't matter at all. I can, and that's what I'm addressing all the time, the energy. It's like, I would never be like, a girl said, I know, I would never be attracted to the guy. You'd totally be my lover and you know it. I'm saying like this, I'm not even looking at it. And I'm not dismissing it. I'm saying, yeah, I guess you would. You'd be my lover. I'm looking over here. Saying it to her with my hand out like this. Why that? I don't posture? know. It's just my style. It's just because if I said it like this, 
I said it like, well, no, you would totally be my lover. I can feel that. I mean, that's okay too, but it just, for me, it's like, now hold on here. Yeah, I don't know. You're out here what you're saying, and you would totally be my lover. I can feel it. <laughs> you're, ah. you're painting the picture out here though, aren't you? Yeah. It's like that paradox of <clears throat> very strong commanding energy in that direction, but the likeness of don't need to actually look at you into the weirder. Yeah. I don't know. I it's just, it feels time. completely natural for me to do that as opposed to zoom in on the girl. Yeah. Yeah. Feels tense. Right. I'm like, no, 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 no. She said, you know what? I'm not even attracted to you. And you're, you're not even my type. Uh, yes, I am. Mm-hmm. I, yes, I am. I look at her like this and you know, it's true. No, it's funny. You're full of yourself. It, it, it's like in the most philosophical moments around this table, we're talking about the nature of paradox and how it's so complex and you've got to embody all these things at once. <laughs> it, it's showing up in your actions now. This is the practical thing. Yeah. You say something strong, but there's like a distance and a lightness over here, but there's a strength. But there's no dismissal. Yeah. It might feel or externally, it might look like I'm dismissing her, but I'm not. I don't know what it is. I'm, I'm, I'm announcing that I have some kind of knowledge already and I don't have to probe for it. I get it. I, I get it. I, I can sit back here. I can say something strong and sit back here knowing that I'm right and knowing that you know I'm right. And that's kind of cool. Is there a part of you guys that's wondering like, oh, how do I get to that level of being energy, <laughs> meeting energy and know, and having knowing when something's on? There is. Does it but, make sense? There is, but yeah. it, and it comes from experience. I understand yeah. that. And like yeah, anything. The only way to do it is to make mistakes. If you, if you played uh, football, you start to get a sense of like, they call ball sense, right? You just, if you played it for years and years and years and years. If you played poker, You've been in enough situations where you, you've never played with this guy before, but your intuition is kind of like, ah, I just feel you could say, well, it's because he scratches ear. Right. But, but it isn't that it's the whole picture coming together and little tiny little things just give you an intuition about this guy's probably doing this. If you put in your time and I put in my time. So is it, is it possible to short circuit that say, okay, when a girl scratches your ear and looks up to the sky and then looks over here to the right for three seconds, that means this? I don't know. Mm. You know, just one thing. Yeah. I want to ask you this as a, as a personal question. For you, I'm just going from my knowledge in my career. For you, does it feel like you can predict what's going to happen about a half second ahead? Yes. That's yeah. your, your tendency. I can announce what's going to happen. And it'll still happen. Yeah, I can feel it. That's why, like, like you guys on this weekend, you're telling me about the girl you're seeing, and she said this, and I, I don't even know the girl, but I, you tell me some details. I know what happened. I know what you need to do next. I know what you, you know. I know what you should text her next. I can feel it. I, I just, I'm thinking because I was saying to, to Jordan yesterday because I was talking to you about the girl that you were having questions about this right. weekend. I think, what would I do in that situation? And then extend that, what would Owen do in that situation? How do I match it to his personality and his stripe and his, the way he is? What's the best thing that, you know what I'm saying? And then I can give you, hey, try this for fun. This this would be cool. Cause, and it would be completely aligned with you as opposed to what I would necessarily 100% do. Which is kind of the same thing anyway. Because <laughs> mm. that's what I would do. And that's... that's in the context of me. In the context of you. I think there's maybe two parts. I, I agree. It takes the time and the, uh, the skills to build up that intuition. Yeah. 
I also think maybe this is my experience. When you can get out of your head, get out of your own way, there's something really deep. I know the energy, the science of yeah. it, where you get this hunch, intuition about a situation. Yes. And it's almost a danger thing. Even I've been traveling a bit and sometimes I go, there's something not wrong. I shouldn't get in this tax. I shouldn't do this. And it's that kind of primal That's instinct that you have for danger naturally that you can kind of fine tune for relationships too. Yeah, and I, and I agree with that. And that's a good comment because um, if we were to get out of our head and stop analyzing and pre-analyzing and second-guessing everything we're saying and everything that's happening in the moment yeah. and went with our gut, our gut is always, always, always right. Our head's a great tool, but sometimes your head thinks it's the master. But your head is there to like keep you safe and, and, and do all the pros and cons and add it all up and analyze and say, well, maybe this is the best course of action. When your gut, without all the information is right. It's always right. So this is true. If you could erase that analytical mind and just flow in the moment, whatever your gut says you should say, whatever's what's what's top of your you know, come to the front of your lips, all these kinds of things and the way you should all that is is absolutely correct. I think that's why um so many people if they look at their history of one night stands, it all happens when they're drunk. And the, and or they're not sure what happened, yeah. And, and, and there's a little bit of um, the Dutch courage effect in that. But I think actually it turns off the brain long enough for the gut and the body to go out into the wild and do the thing that it needs to do. I mean, that's why alcohol has been a social lubricant for centuries. Yeah. Because, it get, because your mind checks out and you're just in the moment blurting, following, right? It's artificially created. But... Imagine if, if you could have that kind of experience, not being a, a, you know, a, a drunken mentality, but have the same kind of leave, leave your mind at the door and, and just go with your flow, go with your gut, just you know, sit in the rhythm of it. Fantastic. That's why, so, so when I, the difference between a woman who is actually really being mean or closed off or disconnected and a woman who is, seems like it to, the, to an average guy it's because of your gut. I, I can feel it in my gut. It's different. No, it's not the same. And I can announce that. No, it's not true. 